Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Joe Thunder back once again with another episode of the Smoking Joe Thunder podcast. Podcast bringing the latest, greatest in that hip hop and cannabis news from Denver to all over the world. Find us on all platforms. Make sure you tell a friend, you subscribe, leave a comment, all that good shit. Real quick shout out to Be Good Dispensaries, our official sponsor. They're over there on 11 West Hamden or up north across the highway from, on 120th across the highway from Boondocks. We got another banger for you today. This cat's already funny as fuck. I don't even know where it's at. I already know it's going to be <laughs> off the chains. We got comedian St. Louis. Prince Jig, what's going on? What's going on? I'm just happy to be here, man. We're having a good time. For real, man. Been here all day, right? What time did you get in? Uh, I got in about 6. 6 in the morning? That's no, fucking, not 6 in the morning. Oh, I, was about to say. I was at work in St. Louis at 6 in the morning. God damn. Man. I was about to say, that's early, bro. Nah, we got here at 6 in the afternoon, straight from the hotel, straight to the venue. We had a good time, though. And what brought you out here? Uh, my boy, uh, my boy's name, uh, JJ Billsley, the host of the show, and he brought us out. They have a Tuesday show. What is it? Uh, uh, 80s South Madison. Uh, yeah, they have, it's a nice little venue and shit. Uh, y'all should come check it out, man. It's gonna have comedy shows on the regular, yeah. Right? They growing every Tuesday, so bring every your people Tuesday. out. It's, it's gonna pop off, yeah. Hell yeah! And what kind of made you come out here? How did they get in contact with you, man? Uh, actually, I did. I did my brother's. Uh, I did my brother and his mom's birthday show, and they was like, "Hey, man, we gotta work together. We gotta come out and do something." And I'm like, "Shit, I'm a phone call away." They called me. I got on the plane, and here I am. You was telling me you bought some weed at the airport, right? No, that was the last time I was here. That oh. was a couple of years back. Oh, you bought some weed for us? Oh, that was a real story. Then they yeah, 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 yeah. It, 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 yeah, it really happened. I, I came from I, uh, I think I was coming from Utah If I'm not mistaken And I and we had a layover Like two or three hours I went outside Smoked a cigarette And then uh, You wanna buy some Fuck it Why the hell not oh, I Someone smoked. came up to you Yeah And I, I knew And I knew that you guys Were one of the first states To legalize So I just knew It was gonna be some good shit But Lo and behold I didn't know wasn't. people Be hustling like that At the airport <laughs> I thought you went to go look for someone. You kind of like scoured and kind of said, that fool might have some weed, like no. a worker or something, and bought it like that. Because you know they be smoking during break and shit. I know, but no, actually, uh, all of the people who are here and know y'all got the good weed they and they have the trash, they prey on us at the airport. So that's the only place they're going to get their shit off. Like, no one wants that. Right. Get the fuck away from my car, Scott. No, I'm just bullshit. That's funny. <laughs> hey, so real quick, kind of tell them who you are, kind of where you grew up, all that good stuff. Uh, I grew up in a predominantly black family. Uh, no, I'm just bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. No, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, oh, from, shit. <laughs> I'm from downtown St. Louis, man. Uh, I'm sure it's rough. I know it's rough in St. Louis already, and but downtown has got to be more rough. Yeah, well, it's a little rough everywhere, but, uh, you know, downtown, actually the roughest place is where I feel safe. It's weird. True that. Yeah, I know everybody. Like, so, you know, it's, it's like a family thing. Like, most of the time, shit happens, somebody did something. It's really not as bad as people think. I kind of seen a little piece of your comedy, and you said you fit in with the gangsters, right? I fit in with everybody. Uh-huh. I'm kind of a comedian, man. You know, I'm welcome everywhere, like cash. Someone said you, the comedians always had to keep the gangsters and all the street cats laughing so they won't fuck with you. You know what I mean? Uh, not so much that, you know, uh, some guys do that, but I used to be one of those guys. No, it's dirty. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. What have you heard? No, it's black. So what was it like growing up in St. Louis? 
Uh, actually, it was beautiful. Uh, you know, uh, tight knit family, tight knit neighborhood. Everything was all cool. Like it, it's always been a beautiful place to be. Really, right? It, it's it's bad people everywhere. It's just who you surround yourself with. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah. So I, I've always been around. I've been a good judge of character. So I'm always around good people. So you know. And I sense danger, so I get the fuck away no, real fast. Right when you sense that danger, yeah, uh, you kind of leave. You kind of you know get going. So when somebody say, "Oh my mama, you better get the fuck out of the way." It's like I'll give you a little rule right here. Rule number one: Don't stay to the club to the very end. You only about 10, 15 minutes before you want to be in your car when everyone's lit. Now in case you got to run a motherfucker over. I know, but that but when you ain't if you ain't bag no pussy by then, you still lurking. So right. you round for the little vultures. That's what gets you in trouble. Right. That's what they say. You know what I mean? Yeah, it happens. Have you always been kind of like funny? Were you like a funny kid? Were you always cracking jokes? Uh, kind of, sort of, but I was a lot more reserved. You know, I was a nerd as a kid. In the video games and shit, comic books? No, never in the video games. I'm more of a book type of guy. Okay. Yeah, you know. I, I'm more of a magazine kind of guy, for real. Oh, like, Lord. I, can't, I know I can't sit down to read a book for my life. Like, I like books because, you know, they hold substance. Magazines, everything change every week. It's just it's just a fad, you but know? But now it's every second, every three seconds. You're right. Every, everything is just like uh, instant gratification, you know. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm more of a sit down and chill, more reserved type of guy. I'm wild and clowning in public, but I'd rather not. Right. <laughs> so how was like high school in St. Louis? Uh, actually, I went to the worst high school in St. Louis. No, just bullshit. Uh, my school was actually beautiful, but it was terrible. I went to Vashon High School. You ever seen the movie High School High? Yes, sir. That's exactly what it was like. <laughs> Swear to God. Metal detectors? I, metal detectors? You need a metal detector to go in class, let alone in a damn school damn. building. This is a place where if you didn't have a gun, they'd give you one. <laughs> Me. You ain't got nothing on you coming here. here here's one for you. Take this the first period with you. What's the first gun they gave you? Uh, gave me a thirty-eight snug nose. Oh shit! And then what did you get as a sophomore? Did they kind of up give you upgrade you a little bit or what? No, my grades wouldn't right, so I couldn't I couldn't elevate to the Mac Ten. No, I'm fucking with it. You was trying to go for that big gun, huh? Hey, listen. By the end, I had a chopper. I was valedictorian. Valedictorian, get you a chopper. (laughs) Hell yeah. What happens if you make it to college? You got security. You don't got to worry about this shit. Top flight security of the world. No, fuck no. Top flight ain't doing shit. I was cranking day day. Exactly. Why would I hire them? You couldn't. You get shot. You get fucked up. Might as well hire two crackheads. (laughs) <laughs> you gotta hire you some real goons You know what I mean There you go You been paying attention to like Kind of do you into basketball and all that or what Uh not really I so say you kind of wear like a kind of what's going on with John Morant He was just here the other night Kind of yeah. pulled out the gun in front of everyone at the club or Not everyone yeah. in the club but pulled Jesus it out on his Christ. live Yeah yeah he's retarded I don't know what it is about the, uh, the culture of a whole lot of different things But everybody wait till they get rich to do something stupid for real. Uh, look, why do you wait till you get money to fuck it up? You could have fucked up when you were poor. Exactly. Now that you have everything going for you. Get it out the way. What's so they can say, oh, he was a kid. You know, that type of shit. Right. What's kind of funny is at the beginning, they were blaming it all on his friends, which I totally get, but that was kind of him. Actually, you can't blame it on his friends. They wouldn't have been there without him. None of them have ticket money. They wouldn't have been there without him. I didn't see you rolling with the entourage. No, I'm always by myself. Solo dolo. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. I know what I'm going to get myself into, and I know what I'm going to get myself out of. I'm good by myself. Exactly. Right. We know boundaries. It's because yeah. I think, you know, we're older and, like, I don't know, just like you said, the younger generation really don't have no boundaries. They really don't think. They're more to react. I mean, like, shit, I got 22 brothers, but I always been by hold myself. Up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You said 22 <clears throat> brothers? Yes, sir. God damn. Where'd you fall in? Were you uh, the youngest? I mean, the yeah. God, I bet you're a tough, excuse my life, you're a tough, you're a tough cat. Uh, you uh, can whoop some ass with 22 motherfucking brothers, right? I'm okay. God <laughs> damn, bro, that's like WWF right there. Man, listen, it's hard to even get to your room. Shh. <laughs> where do you fucking sleep? Listen. Where uh, do you sleep? You no, know, actually, I had my own, I had two rooms in my house. We grew up in a pretty big house. Uh, shout out to Miss Yvonne. My mom's a great woman. Uh, shout she's out. She's an educator. Shit, we grew up in a big ass house. We had like, <clears throat> say what, 20, 22 and a half rooms. Yeah, uh, laundry mat, uh, a God, library yeah. in her house, like my not mom. a fraternity she, house. She an educator. She she did real good. Oh yeah, did any a lot of the kids that I'm going to college? Yeah, I think I'm the least educated. But the funniest? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no. Oh Fuck, no. Man. Oh shit. <laughs> I'm like, you got brothers that are funnier? Jesus Christ! I mean, listen, family functions are fucking hilarious. I take a back seat every time. I don't say anything. <laughs> I bet everyone be clowning on each other with 22 people, right? That's just the brothers. Do you have any, how many sisters? Two. 22 brothers, two sisters. So you got to have like 100 aunts and uncles, cousins, a thousand cousins. Yeah, I stopped counting. Like down. the food, Billy, your family barbecue is out the fucking roof. No, everybody brings something. <laughs> <laughs> all that shit up. Yeah, that everybody shit. brings something. It's fine. It's not, that, it's not that bad when everybody brings a dish. So you just got to find someone with the Quest card and pay half. Hey, look. Everyone has one. <laughs> I'll pay 500 on a 1000 any day. Man, listen. But shit, we never got that shit. My mom just worked really hard. That's, you know, that's where I get my grind from. What's your oldest brother? My oldest brother, shit, he has to be, yeah, shit, he's deceased. Uh, he had to be 54? Yeah, something like that. And the youngest? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't trying to get it out of you, but right. I got you. Yeah, you yeah. look like you're my age. You're a little older. You look a little older. No, than I just got great. I mean, my hair has been gray since I was in the eighth grade. I promise. I've had patches of gray since I was in the eighth were grade. Were you able to buy liquor before you were 21? Yeah, of course. Everyone was. <laughs> okay. Is that how yeah, they I know you got the bird. I know you, I I can, know you I got some never, before that. Never. What? That's because they knew you. Not even. I could never. We would always have the older cats, like, you know. But then they charge you and shit. Nah. You know, they, they, in St. Louis, they give you compass or, fee. You or, get the wine order, buy you something. You got to buy them a drink and some cigarettes and some shit. Yeah, they, they get you in St. Louis. Or we had the homie at the, at, how do you say, the boyfriend of the sister. Kind of like the drug dealer. Oh, he just he just trying to get you out the way. He trying yeah. to get some pussy. Yeah, yeah, go on, drink this. Yeah. What, what you need, some Hennessy? Whatever, you know what I mean? He go buy the 40s for us and all that shit. Yeah, he showed up with it. He didn't, you didn't even ask him. He had some shit for you already. <laughs> you remember the first time you smoked weed? Uh, yes, I actually do. It was it was a little joint with some lipstick on it. I stole one of my mama's roaches. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's the funniest shit in the world. A little joint with lipstick on it. Did she ever find out? She she will now shit if she listens to this. No, she knows. Where'd you go and smoke it? Did you like take it to school, smoke with your friends? I just told you we had twenty-two rooms in the house. My mother didn't even fucking come in my room. She's not coming on the third floor. She's not fucking coming up there. Think of a house with fucking twenty-two rooms, bro. Yeah. 
Well, it was a four family flat, and she got the walls gutted out, so it was yeah. all one house. You know, yeah, but still, like, I mean, like you yeah. said, the corner would probably take you 10 minutes just to get to the farthest corner. And that's why she never came up there. And safe. you could definitely be smoking, blowing smoke out the window, and wouldn't no one have yeah, a fucking no, out the clue window. In the world. <laughs> eight other brothers in there. It was their fault. I didn't do any of that. <laughs> you it's always, shit on them? it's always someone else's fault. Always remember yeah. that. Police it wasn't, pull you over. Listen, it wasn't until I was an adult when I finally snitched on myself. All that shit that you cursed my brothers out and beat them for, I was responsible. Ig, all that shit, snitching <laughs> on yourself. You hey. know what I mean? Yeah. Facebook and Instagram. Uh, FBI, yeah, they tell them they You remember, you remember the Facebook, first time you got drunk? Huh? Remember the first time you got drunk? Uh, let me see. Yeah, actually, uh, I do. My uncle, uh, we we wanted to get drunk. We were little, little kids, and my uncle was like, "Okay, you want to get drunk?" He bought One us, those, yeah. He bought us some rock gut type shit. What the fuck was the name of it? Not really. It was like. Oh, Wild Irish Rose or some stupid shit like that. It was like it was some wine type shit. And man, this shit was horrible. And I was drunk on my ass. I fell asleep on the picnic table in one of my other brothers' grandmother's backyard. Damn. Yeah. This happened. Are you much of a drinker or no? Yeah, I do. I do a little bit of everything when I don't have to go to work. Oh, okay. No, I'm just talking. <laughs> <laughs> now I drink, but uh, I try not to do it when I have responsibilities. But if shit, if we cut loose, let's do it. Why not do it? Fuck right. it, line them up. Let's play. Hey, how'd you kind of get into um, comedy? Actually, my comedy whole shit happened by accident. I was uh, living in Utah with my oldest daughter's mom. And we got into it. I went on a road with a friend of mine. He had a rock band, and I was kind of in charge of getting the, the crowd quiet when they set up with the band and shit like that. Then I had a heckler was talking shit, he, you know, and I kind of laid into his ass. And the club owner, he offered me some money to do a little bit of time, and I've been doing it ever since. How long ago was that? Uh, about 10, 11 years ago. Yeah. You like hecklers? Uh, it's, it's, it's the best. I don't have to have a set. You give me all the ammo I need. I don't, it's cool. It's the best thing in the world. Right. What's like the, how would I say the most common heckler right now? Is it like the drunk the drunk chick or just the, the Karen or the? Uh, it's either the drunk chick or the guy who has something to prove with the drunk chick. They're usually a couple. Right. I swear, they're usually together. And then she'll try to calm him down and she'll do way more fucking to show up than he would. So that it happens it's a like lot. A combination of things. Yeah, like they belong together. Just in the parking lot. Have you ever had to kick anyone out of a show? No, I don't do that. Okay. No, you if just you lay into them. Yeah, if you paid your money, uh, you, you can stay. I mean, uh, well, actually, I've kicked them out when other comics aren't doing too well with the hecklers. But I don't give a shit. Right. You'll go after them. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you want to be a part of the show, that's fine with me. We can go viral. Hey, we going platinum. Every have, you ever, time. have you ever dealt with any kind of crazy shit at a show or? Yeah, I, actually, I, uh, when I first started, like my first, like I say, like three years in, I had a lot of titty jokes and I had a lot of women pulling their titties out. Ain't nothing wrong with that shit. <clears throat> it was pissing my girlfriend off. Oh. Like, I think you staging these women to pull their titties you out. You paying them, huh? No. 
I had to chase this motherfucker around for the rest of the night to get paid my damn self. I know I ain't paying nobody else. No, it's great. I can see how that could be a problem, though. Your girlfriend, titty jokes, girls pulling out titties. And that's why I don't have one. Uh, especially if you're on the road, right? I mean, it's just different. You know, uh, I'm focused on, on something else right now. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm a very attentive dude if uh, I don't have the time that I need my girlfriend to have. You know what I mean? If you're going to be my lady, I think I need to be able to devote some of this shit to you. But I ain't got the time right now, so... I just ain't fucking with it. Do you like being on the road? Yeah. It's cool. You know, you meet new people. You wind up doing podcasts with Joe and shit. What? Oh, this sure. shit is Smoke fucking awesome. Weed, you know what I mean? Well, I don't know how good the weed. No, it's bullshit. I fuck with my man's over here. I know you listen. He's like, he's just going to keep talking about my fucking weed. No, it's just bullshit, bro. No, that's good, though. That's good. That's good. So where, do you have any, any shows booked in any other states? or? Uh, actually, I'm back in St. Louis. I'll be at, uh, at the Too Much South Legacy on Dale Moore and Union tomorrow night at 10 o'clock. So you're shaking a move it up. Yes, sir. That's, that's what I do. How would you kind of like describe your style of comedy or, you know what I mean, maybe a set of yours? I, I'll say uh, my, my style of comedy is like observant. And it's upfront, but it's honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, some of the shit that you you really want to say, or the shit you see, and you don't know how to take it, and it's a little abstract. You know, I think out of the box a little bit sometimes. And then you're definitely observing, feeding off the crowd. It sounds like, right? You're observing. Yeah, because you have to be in the room with the people. Like every set that you create, it may not be for the crowd that you're in. Right. So you may have a whole lineup, but you're not dealing with those type of people at that point. And then you got to figure that out right away, yeah. right? So you just got to adjust on the fly. So that, Have you ever kind of had some stuff planned out and then you hit a crowd and then you got to just, just, how do you say, throw it all away and kind of just pick it up? I, I never have a set. Okay. I, you know, I, I get my first initial uh, introduction off and I kind of feel how they get me and I just go from there. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, what are some of the some of the places you really like that you've been? Uh, Atlanta has a good comedy culture. Like they're real receptive down there, and uh, and even the comics are real good about you know letting you into all the different venues and things of that nature. So I like Atlanta, <clears throat> and I, I'm a I'm a small town type of guy. You know, people who don't get it that much, where mm-hmm. they really excited when you come in town. So I, I like the little small towns. I think, uh, what was it, like uh, Hot Springs, Arkansas. Those the, little the towns, The Boot yeah. Hill of Missouri. You know, little small, like they don't have shit else they, going. Yeah. So when you come to town, it's an event. On and a Saturday they, night, it's going to be they lit. And they fucking, and they appreciate it. The women and put on all their hair and every piece of jewelry they own. This shit is awesome. I love it. And you know, you give somebody look, something to look forward to. Oh, yeah. It's like a big thing for them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like uh, down south, the uh, high school football game, the whole town shuts down type shit. I, I like that shit. Yeah, for yeah. sure. You like doing the smaller towns better or the bigger? Or it's just a mixture of both you like? It, it, it Honestly, it, it, they get the same meat every time. I just feed off the energy of the crowd, and I just give them what I got. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So if it's two, three, twelve, or 12,000, nah, shit, I'm going to give them. Give them what I get. What's like the hardest crowd to kind of please? Or kind uh, of the bar crowd. 
The, when pe- you say the bar crowd or the drunk crowd? Or no, both? no, no. So much the bar crowd, the people who didn't know you were going to be there and they can give a shit less that you're standing there now. Gotcha. You're, you're fucking up their conversation. Like, <laughs> right. why are you up there with a mic? Do you see me talking to him about my wife's pussy? Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I mean, like, they don't care that you're there at all. Right. And they're kind of mad that you're doing Right. And then they're watching the game and shit. Like, like yeah, the bar crowd is... Really rough, but you got to bring them in. Oh, you got to reel them but in. But that's your job. Hell yeah! Hey, check it out. We were talking about earlier. Last twenty four hours, Chris Rock dropped his comedy special. Yeah. Did you get a chance to peep the end of it? Yeah, I saw the whole thing. What do you think? I think it was awesome. I think it was a a brilliant marketing strategy, and I think uh, for real. Actually, I think that there was some real grown man shit that he did. I think he called him out, but he he put out facts. You know what I mean? And that that's all you can do, and that's what he did in the first place. For you know, he like he said, he never initiated contact with any of that. Like, how can you tell somebody not to feed their family because your husband didn't get nominated for some shit? Who cares? Yeah, exactly. Okay, he hasn't been nominated for shit, but you and your husband were front and center for everything. All right. I mean. You got to take the bit with the sweet. Let me ask you, what if you'd have been Chris Rock and Will Smith would have came on stage? What would you have done? I think Will Smith would have known better. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not, that Chris Rock, he's a brilliant comedian and he's, he's a wonderful guy, but we just different people. I don't think Will Smith would have walked up on me right there. Everyone's been kind of talking about Chris Rock and like, how do you say? I see where like he's coming from. But then I see the other side kind of too where he's not built like that. Just right. from you know, the get. Some guys just ain't that guy. Yeah. Some people aren't confrontational, you know what I'm saying? And Will Smith Will Smith's more like a like a jock. Like, you know what I mean? in that situation where like Well, not necessarily, because he didn't start off that way. Mm-hmm. No, he was you the know? same way. Yeah, so so and that's then that's what makes it even more of a cornball move because you're not that guy either. Right. But like like Chris Rock said, you picked on somebody you knew you could beat. Right, you could beat up. Like everybody in the world said you were fucked up behind letting all this happen and you said nothing to nobody. Meanwhile, you didn't say nothing to the dude who just came out with a boyfriend who was fucking your wife. You didn't slap him. No. But you slapped this man. That fool even went on, on some talk show too and kind of aired it all out. You know what I mean? Why didn't you go hunt that fool down? I mean, listen. Like you said, it's a selective. Uh, what do you say? Selective uh, rage, rage or some shit like yeah. that. I mean, some people pick their battles, and I think he did. I think it was real disrespectful for him, you know, as another black man, that, you know, do that in front of in front of the in world. Front of, in front of the world. Now, it's fucking children are watching, man. Yeah. Holding, you could have took him as soon as he got to the back. You could took him and whooped his ass. Right. That would have been fine. You know what I mean, you know, there's just two guys asking it out. Yeah. He kind of took it to like a whole different level. Right. I don't know. What do you think about some of the people are kind of like talking shit about Chris Rock just saying, why'd he wait so long though? You know what I mean? I mean, because I'm like, I mean, I get he's a comedian. That was his thing. Like, it was a marketing strategy. I mean, okay. uh, In all actuality, what could he have done opposed to doing it the way he did it? What? Just go on TV and just get the talking about it all the time? No, I'm going to wait till I can get paid off this shit without suing him and making a big uh-huh. big deal out of that. And just make it like the build-up. Right. And get some money off of it. Yeah, no, he did it right. Right. You know? His ticket 
ticket sales went up. Oh, astronomically. Immediately. Yeah, that next and day. That, and that's why he's building for the special. So these are just dates that he's just, you know, working on different shit to try to build up to it. And his numbers just keep increasing. So I don't see why he wouldn't. Right. You need that next that Netflix money, man. Like that's if you, some if good you gonna money. slap the shit out of me, like okay, he like Tina Turner. You gonna slap the shit out of me? I at least need to get some money out of this shit. Right. You slap shit out of me. At least need to get paid. Yeah, hefty. Not in a little out of court. Right. Hundred racks. Like I would have sued him. Like I wouldn't have sued him for no money. I would have sued him for that fucking red table because that's what started all this shit. I don't want no money. I don't want you to go to jail. I want that fucking red table. We're, That's what I want. We were talking about that earlier, too. Like, do you think, like, Will Smith had any idea when he went there that day that he knew what she was about to say? Who? Will Smith. At the red table talk? Yeah. He interviewed her. He was the one that sat down at the red table. That That's the whole... That's the whole synopsis of the interview. That was him talking to her about it. So then, okay, so... He brought it himself. He initiated it. Yes. Because I was always under the assumption that she brought him on the red yeah. table and said, hey, this is what I'm doing. Now, go back and watch it. He initiated that. That is fucking weird, then. And that's what Chris Rock said. Like, why would you put that? Yeah, why, especially, like, uh, some crazy-ass scenario like that. Like, your son's friend? Yeah. You know, that is some weird-ass shit. That's like some Illuminati shit, bro. Uh, I don't make no I, fucking I sense. I wouldn't invite it. I don't know what that means. No. <laughs> My invitation got lost in the mail. Yeah. Man, I don't know. They've always been weird, though. He's our resentment. <laughs> All right. Appreciate you. They've, got, they've always been weird, though. Gracias. Yeah. No, for real. They were talking. Um, I was watching some shit today, and they were saying every time there's a big moment in Jayla's, Jay, um, Jada's life, she brings out, like, some Tupac shit. Of course. And he has to deal. I mean, honestly, that alone would be fucking, you're nowhere near Tupac, and every time... Probably every day you get reminded of that shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. So that's just a whole bad, messy situation from the get. But I'm saying he should not be worried about Tupac. He's not coming to get her anytime soon. You need to be worried about the guy in the guest house. Exactly. <laughs> you worried about the wrong shit. Wrong shit, wrong shit. Hey, I was going to ask you, what's the best thing about being a comedian? Uh, the best thing about being a comedian for me is being able to be honest. Yeah, it's the honesty in it. Yeah. You know, like things you can't say at work and shit like that. Things right. you can't tell your children. Yeah, I like that part. What's the worst? Uh, uh, being vulnerable and approachable where people, you know, they just like, they feel the need to be right in your space or always have a say in what you do and shit, you know. Kind of like giving you suggestions about after the show and not, shit? Not or? so much that, just, you know, people being in your business and shit like that, you know. Like I say, I, I'm all, I've always been, you know, an internal type of person and shit. Like, yeah. you know, I really don't like the crowd afterwards, you know. I'm kind of a low-key guy. You need to know what you know and that's it. Keep everything else on the low. Hey, that's it. Huh? What do you think about, like, the... The the how shits change and the cancel cult the cancel culture right now everyone's trying to cancel everyone out. it seems like everyone's kind of throwing shots like I've been seeing a lot of people throwing shots shots I, shots shots I, I think the shit is stupid and I think people need to stop adhering to it and stop you know mind stop. their business almost no, it's like no, too petty no I'm talking about you know the people who are afraid to say anything or afraid to do anything. 
fuck those people. Most people who sit at home and try to cancel you off what you said, they don't have the ability to do anything on their own. So they sit back and question the way you do it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but the whole thing about the canceling and this, that, and the other, I don't know where the world went where a grown-ass man wasn't entitled to his own opinion. Right. That's was fucked up. Like, okay, I'm not going to hurt any one of you guys because I don't like that. That's just not my cup of tea. Exactly. And fuck you if you feel that way. I think a grown-ass man should be entitled to say that. Right. That's. I mean, that's the way I was raised. Kind of like basic rights. You know what I mean? I waited a long time to be grown so I can say, no, don't bring that bullshit over here. Take your dirty-ass kids and your <laughs> flamboyant-ass cousin. Get the fuck there. I supposed to say that. Mm-hmm. I pay the bills over it. Don't, no, I don't, I don't like it. What's wrong with you not liking anything? Everybody's not supposed to agree. That's what makes the world diverse and it makes the shit keep on growing. Right, right. Uh, hey, what were some of the topics you were talking about in your in your set tonight? Uh, pretty much the people who were there. You know, I was pretty much fucking with the crowd and shit. Met a guy named Andy. We shit. What's his nickname? Woody. He, oh Lord. Shit. Was hey. he off the hook or uh... Man, listen, I can't make this shit up. I'm not that talented. This dude told me about him telling his friend's mother at his wedding why they called him Woody because he had a heart on it. Nine years old or some stupid ass shit. Some random ass shit. He just, this guy just told me this. Telling you, yep. He just offered this information. Listen, I'm not that talented. This shit just happened for me tonight. It was funny as fuck. That's hilarious. You always get some crazy ass motherfuckers at the comedy show, right? I mean, man, listen, there's crazy people everywhere. It's true that. I'm just glad they came to see me. Hell yeah! How was the crowd tonight? It, it was all right. They they were very receptive. Not too bad. No, not too bad. Y'all, y'all, y'all should have came out, man. Y'all need to come out next week, man. They doing this shit every Tuesday, man. Come on, come on out and support, man. I have to check it out, man. I'm usually at work till 7.30, but you know what I mean, afterwards. I know, that's when the uh, doors open, the show start at 8, you'll be there in time. Hell yeah. Hey, who are some of your um, people you looked up to or some of your influence as far as comedy goes? Uh, Like, looked up to? I, I, I was always a big Martin fan when I was growing up. But, you know, uh, like Bernie Mac and uh, George Carlin, I really like him. You know what I'm saying? Don Rickles. Like, I'm I'm actually a student of the game. I'm really a fan of, like, old school comedy. You remember some Benny Hill? I know you remember some Benny Hill. A a little bit. Just just vaguely. You know, I I, I really didn't get off into Benny Hill. I got off into... used to watch that shit because they would show titties, bro. Like, if you were a little kid on Channel That's why you watched it. Exactly. Uh, Because he had the fine ass I was picking up creep. No, this is bullshit. Uh, actually, I ain't I like W.C. Fields. You hip to him? Nah. Oh, Lord, he's a comic from like the 40s and 50s. Oh, shit, it's funny as hell. I like some Red Fox. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The St. Louis. shit. Come on, now. That, that goes without saying. That's I, can't remember. I hate that I can't remember his name, but who's the cat on um, House Party? He's the dad. Uh, uh. Base kids. Uh, uh. Robin Harris. There you go. Robert yeah. Harris. All he, the classics. He, actually, he was supposed to be the original host of Def Comedy Jam. Yeah, before Martin got the job, he, he passed before Martin got the job. That's how Martin got the job. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was relentless. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's like the black Don Riggles. He'll just run through a For whole real. crowd and tear everybody up. And, hey. And who's the cat I'm on Friday, the dad? John Witherspoon. Witherspoon, yeah. I actually R. did R. a show with him in Atlanta. Man, yeah. I bet he was off the hook. Yeah. He's, he said it's only, uh, he said it's only thing that keep him alive is, is performing. 
to the day you die, right? Yeah, shit. And he was still out there doing it. Yeah. I mean, shit, he was standing on the curb waiting on his ride just like me. Like, shit, where the motherfucker with the car at? Like, I'm like, shit, this shit is live. Who's someone that you've seen perform that that really kind of like had a like a dope ass show or kind of, you know what I mean? Any any comedians that you've seen? Uh, shit, a lot of them. Like shit, St. Louis got a lot of juggernauts. Like it's some untapped talent in St. Louis. Like some of the guys that I fuck with on a regular basis are like fucking killers. You're like, where the fuck did that come from? Like, I mean, it's some clever guys out here. But uh, right before I start doing comedy, I think I saw uh, Gary Owen. He's funny as fuck. Funny as fuck. And, he is. And he did some some crowd work, you know, just off the cuff shit. And I was like, damn, you can just really, you don't really have to have a set. You can kind of play into people and just be in the room with them. That's kind of why I, I do that type of shit. When I said when I saw that you you you're capable of doing that, right? I felt like yeah. I think it'd be a good look. I think it'd be easier to do it like that. Hell yeah, that's Just dope. Just to be attentive to the crowd. Yeah, that shit was dope, and he he was fucking funny. Hell this was, yeah. Uh, it was a uh, house of comedy on Twentieth and Washington. This was in St. Louis. <clears throat> yes, sir. I I was far removed from even thinking about doing comedy at this time. This is before so I moved fan. out of town. I I was a totally different person at this time. What kind of made you get, what made you take comedy serious? Uh, actually, uh, people start telling me how, how good at it I was. You know, I'd go to the open mics or go to one of my friend's shows every now and then. You know, I was just fucking around with it for a few years. I wasn't really serious about it. But then people were like, man, what the fuck are you doing? Like, people pull up at your house, uh, you going tonight? Like, no, motherfucker, I'm not going. Like, yeah. And so they're dragging you to the comedy club. Yeah. I okay. mean, People know and love you. Hey, look, you need to do this. Especially my comedian friends. Uh, shout out to Big Brother St. Louis Slam. He kind of snagged me up on his wing. Like, hey, look, you need to be doing this. You need to take this serious. And this and that. I would think, too, like with your style, you it's like, it's not just like doing a set, but you're actually interacting big time with the crowd. So it's kind of like some freestyle. So people, when you flip it on them, they kind of, I don't want to say cherish it more, but it's more like of a, you know what I mean? It's more enduring. It feels yeah, like more personal. It, yeah, it feels like a family situation. And yeah, exactly. Like you're at the table right. talking shit. And, and I don't. And when I get on somebody when I'm on stage, I don't dog them out to make them feel horrible. You know? No. I I want you to come back. I don't want you to feel like the butt of the joke. I mean, I, I get your ass a little bit, but it's gonna be funny and tasteful. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you'll go you'll go to work and tell somebody tomorrow. Well, you guess what happened last night? Yeah, right. It's crazy cat. Yeah. <laughs> I like that kind of thing. Oh yeah, that's dope, man. So, what's your social media so these cats can check you out? So you know, what I mean? they uh, can see I'm, some of your. I'm Prince G on all platforms. Prince, P R I N C E J I G G on all platforms. Okay. All right, man. We'll shoot. Same every day. Hey, well, we definitely you know appreciate you coming on by, man. Man, I bless appreciate us. Here, man. I'm loving the artwork in the place. I hope y'all have me back, man. Yeah, whenever you're in town, man, all you gotta do is just hit us up. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got you, most definitely, my brother. I appreciate you. Having all me. right, well, thank you once again, brother. We gonna get a picture before we leave. Yes, sir. I guess. All right, well, you can find us on all platforms. Like I said, you can find him on all platforms. Prince Jig, you know what I'm saying? Funny as fuck. We just got into a little bit. I mean, maybe what we'll have to do next time is we'll have to get on IG and go live and do some shit too you know what i mean i guess 
maybe have a, a snapping contest or some shit like that. I don't know, man. It's not, so, a, it's not a good career decision, buddy. <laughs> hey, I, I, I thought you wanted this thing to work. <laughs> I, I haven't done it in a while, but I, 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 I thought you wanted this to work. I, I had to do some research. Listen, you know, but man. Nah, I'm just joking, man. Appreciate you once again. You say you find us on all platforms. We're out of here. Your boy, Joe Thunder, Smoking Joe Thunder Podcast. We're out of here. Peace. All right.